we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Armin, to talk all things Beverly Hills, BH, the city next to Los Angeles, where we call home. I don't know why I did that weird intro for Beverly Hills. I was trying to make it exciting because this episode was like, it was the final, this was the final part, right? The final part? And the final episode for Denise Richards on RHOBH. And actually, Eddie, uh, sorry, before we do this podcast, um, yeah. I got to eat something real quick. So I actually got to eat something. I got 48 pages to read. Um, so That was that whole thing. I got 48 pages. Um, girl. It was first I got to go eat something before we talk about this. Yeah. And then it was I have 48 pages to read. I mean, you know, I was going to try to make it, but um, I don't like small planes, but also my husband wouldn't switch weekends. So, you know. Um, Garcelle and Denise are both really good at the multi-pronged excuses. It's like, well, excuse number one didn't work. I'm going to try excuse number two. Then I'm going to try excuse number three. Although I feel Garcelle on that. It's like, you know what? I do too. Going all the way out to New York to watch Erica Girardi in Chicago, you know. I don't know. I mean, I would do that in a second to go see Erica Girardi, Erica Jane, whatever we want to call her, Roxy Hart, on Chicago. On Chicago, in Chicago, on Broadway. Yeah, and I guess if you're on a private plane, it makes it that much better. Um, but I feel Garcelle. You know, sometimes you're just tired. You don't want to go all the way out to you New York. Ugh, I would in a second. Although I do um, miss New York. Do you want to dive into the episode or do you want to tell our listeners the super exciting news that we have really quick? Let's tell them about the news. Let's do it. Okay, cool. I am really excited about this news because it means you guys get so much more out of Hot and Bravo, and we have so much fun stuff for you. We're talking about our Patreon. If you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, before you fast forward, quickly listen. It's <laughs> patreon.com slash hot and bravo, H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D, and it used to be $5 a month, y'all. It's $3 a month now. That is nothing. It's literally like I, I want to figure out the math about like how much per day it is, but I think it's almost like we'd be paying you like one of the days to like <laughs> listen to us essentially. I don't but know uh, if that's the best math right there. I don't, uh, my math is not great, but $3 a month it's we're paying you in podcasts. Like you're getting so much bang for your buck is I guess what I'm trying to say. It's a dime a day and you get a podcast a week, at least a bonus podcast a week. Obviously we do the recaps on the main, no matter what. Um, but on Patreon, we do all sorts of fun stuff. You know, Eddie conceptualized uh, the Bravo Battles. I love that segment. We have already done Tom versus Tom. We did Scary Island versus the Dinner Party from Hell. Uh, we did our farewell to Dorinda on Patreon. That's where we you get all the bonus content. We have a catalog of over 60 episodes. Um, I love the reality rewind we did for mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules season two because we went in depth over an hour on each episode. Most Every quote. single episode. We did yeah. live reads. We went in on that season. I don't think there's like actually a better 
in-depth review of that season out there. I, I genuinely no. believe in that. We worked so we, hard oh, on that. We, on a show that might be gone soon. Hey, True. we are historians is what we like to call ourselves. Exactly. Um, so, you know, support us and get some bonus content for just $3 a month. That's 30 bucks a year, basically. And we do these fun mailbag episodes now where right. if you have any, any questions, Bravo-related or not, slide into the, the mailbag and I'll answer it. Yeah, that's for uh, supporters only. If you're on Patreon, you can get your mailbag question answered. I'm so excited. I'm mm-hmm. always so excited. Um, but let's get into this episode. It is yes. a historic one because, I mean, I guess they're all historic because, you know, history is always being made. But this is the last time Denise will ever appear on RHOBH. That is true. Theoretically, unless she returns. Until she comes back, which who knows? Maybe she will. Maybe. Um, you never know. Yeah, well, Denise, uh, well, at least we know she was drinking this episode because I just want to say I noticed when they did the long shot, she's holding the glass. When she wasn't holding her phone, she was holding this glass with a golden liquid and behind her in shot, clear as day, Casamigos bottle. And if you know a Casamigos bottle, you can see it from a mile away. And our girl was drinking. And I, I'm thankful she did because... It brought the crazy back out, like just the the the, the delusion. Uh, when they were like, uh, she was like, "I never said anything worse about Teddy," and they were like, "We literally just watched the clip of you saying it." And she's like, "Well, as as a daughter of someone who's famous, you shouldn't have said it." And they're like, "Okay, wait, where is this coming?" Like she was everywhere. Yeah, and she also at one point said, "I didn't meet Brandy in 2018," but. Correct me if I'm wrong, Eddie. They filmed season nine in 2018, right? Yeah. Didn't they have a scene together in season nine? They did. See, the thing is, is Brandy... I know they filmed some of it in 2019, right? But I feel but like that I, scene, they've scene known happened each early. They've right? known each other. And Sutton, okay. and the whole thing with Sutton, yeah. Where she was like, my friend knew this like back in you know 2018. She's like, I didn't even know her back then. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. And Rena was like, yeah, you did. And then he's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And Rena's like, what? Well, even when um, they had that scene in that season where they were drinking, she even alluded to knowing Brandy earlier. She's like, I know Brandy. Like, we're friends. We've, like, met through an acquaintance. Sincere theory. Sincere theory here. Not playing devil's advocate at all. Yeah. What if Denise has a really shitty memory? Constantly drunk. <laughs> I mean, it could be the Casamigos. Who knows? That's a great excuse, actually. But what if she just has a shitty memory? So for her, she's like, oh, I met Brandy like in January of 2019. She doesn't even know what fucking year it is, maybe. Yeah. No, uh, you don't buy her, it. You uh, don't buy it. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm see, giving you an now. And I'm, team, I'm team Denise, but like, I think that's... It's going too far? I'm going too far, huh? Yeah. I think you're, tr- really, I think you're really trying. I'm um, trying. A little bit. But I can see those kind of genuine mistakes, you know? Like, you you forgot your birthday on this podcast one time, Eddie. Well, I just, I don't, I forget my birthday constantly. <laughs> that's what I'm like saying. That's... Doesn't mean you're lying. You just forget. Well, I, it's my birthday. <laughs> it's different from me. I can definitely tell you, if someone was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely know when I've hooked up with people, and I, I know years I've general time frames i've met people general time that yeah anyway let's move off that i broadly agree denise was convoluted as fuck when she was trying to you know i guess like debate brandy who wasn't even there like it was really awkward not having brandy there because 
basically everyone by committee was trying to present Brandy's take. Yes. Like even Andy, like, well, so Brandy said that, you know, you were at that hotel and she provided all these details. What do you have to say to that? And then Denise was trying to combat it and, you know, Denise would say certain things. Well, uh, Aaron was there and, uh, you know, we were doing this and it was all so convoluted. It, mm-hmm. I never felt like I was getting the story coherently. You know, like, let's put aside, like, is it the true story? I just didn't feel like I was getting s- something coherent. And I, I could kind of see it in Kyle's eyes at times. Yeah. Kyle was like, what are you saying? Like, I really want to understand this. And I didn't get it. I, I really didn't. I, I couldn't see Denise's story because it just wasn't clear to me. Well, and that and that's been the problem the whole season, and that's the and that's the reason she's like, well, why are we still talking about this? And they're like, because we've been talking about it for the last six months because no one can get the story straight. Like that's case in point why we are still having these conversations about Denise Richards and Brandy because at the end of the day, Denise Richards' story is every which way, every which way. It's not really making sense, and let's. Pick out the text message example, right? Yeah. You know, I guess she kind of tries to dispute it by saying, well, they're fake. But really, that's the best you're going to give us? And then she alludes to her maybe showing the text that she has with Brandy, right? Yeah. Which would be great. If you can offer up evidence that those texts were fake, that'd be great. But but it's couched within, I'll show it if I can show my texts with Rinna. So then it feels like, you know what, Denise? I think you're being disingenuous here, because you know Rinna doesn't want to show her texts. Oh, by the way, have you seen all the Rinna stuff going on now? No. What? Evidently, Harry Hamlin has like been like sleeping with all these women. What? That's like the rumor, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I know about Patricia and Heather and all these things." Like she's like, "Yeah, I guess some guy was like, yeah, Harry Hamlin was sleeping with my girlfriend all last summer." And then someone else was like, oh, are we going to talk about the the longtime girlfriend, Patricia? And Rinna acknowledged it? Yeah. Like, obviously, she's, like, joking. Like, uh, she's like, this is all stupid rumors. But, yeah. She even posted about it. And she was like, yeah, I guess he has, like, a girlfriend, a mistress, and is gay. Go go, Harry Hamlin or something like hmm. that. You know. Well, spe- speaking of affairs, Rinna brought up Heather Locklear. And we talked about Heather Locklear on this podcast, Once Upon a Time, and her connection to Denise Richards. That was an interesting moment. Denise got pissed. And Andy had to know that rumor. Oh, Andy 100% knew. Which is why it was hilarious when he's like, I'm really curious about this. Like, can somebody tell me (laughs) what's going on? It's like, Andy, you're so shysty. Like, Andy, you 100% know what's going on. He knew. He totally knows. And Rinna's like, Google it. Google it. You know what that I hate about thing. that? Yeah, just, what? It's like, Rinna, if you're going to go so far as to bring up Heather Locklear's name in that moment and even say Google it, which means everyone's going to Google it, and I Googled it. I already knew the story, but I Googled it just to see you know, what would pop up. I was curious uh-huh. if there were any you know, explainers. And there were a thousand new articles about it, you know, published like 10 hours ago, 14 of hours course. ago, one day ago. And it's like, Rinna, you knew what you were doing. So what I hate about that is why not just finish it off? Give us your angle on it. I would love to hear yeah, Rena right honestly, there in the moment in to Denise's face talk about Heather Locklear. That's exactly what we need. That's exactly what we needed. We needed Rena to 
Because Rena talks the talk, and yeah, mm-hmm. she's kind of, but she never actually like pulls the trigger. And you, I think that's the issue. You know what it is? It's emblematic of BH. Mm. we talk about this all the time they Mm. dance around all the issues right they never really want to get confrontational i think on last episode we mentioned how they all run away from things basically since munchausen's right rinna runs away erica runs away kyle runs away they never want to confront the issues right if there's a lawsuit they want to hide it if there's cheating rumors they want to hide it and now they're getting mad at denise for running and hiding denise is just doing what everyone does it's the culture they built yeah Mm mm-hmm And that moment is really emblematic of it, right? Like, okay, we're going to tease it, but we're not going to finish it off. We're not going to lay the final blow. No, give it to us. And if people don't know the story, it's the whole Richie Sambora thing. Heather Locklear was married to uh, Richie Sambora. They got divorced. Denise uh, dated him shortly thereafter. Um, But Denise claims that they weren't ever really close. And I think she said that during the reunion, right? She's like, I I wasn't close to Heather, and and that's Rinna's argument is that you just go and claim that you're not close with that person after screwing them over right because people think that you know denise stole richie sambora from heather locklear Uh, yeah while they were good friends so that's the story there that's so you don't have to google it you don't have to google it or you can still google it you can still google it um yeah i mean i am just kind of over the dance around just in general Mm -hmm. like it really it really made this final part of the reunion boring to watch. It, dra- yeah. it felt like I was dragging on because I mean, even with like, let's talk about like the Garcelle um, not going to Chicago fight that they had. This was another dance around the topic situation. It was like a trivial little thing that the woman focused on to try to take a specific person down in this case, Garcelle, because she, didn't go on the trip, even though didn't Teddy also not go? Or Teddy went. Teddy Who went, actually, go? yeah. Who didn't go? Who was the other one that didn't go? It was Denise. And Denise. Right. Well, obviously Denise wasn't going to go. but Sudden invited her. Yeah, which I thought was nice. Um, but last but yeah, second. So, but, like, Garcelle couldn't go. Whatever. She couldn't make it to the show in Chicago, well, you know, to go see Chicago, even though all the rest of the ladies went. That's fine. But the fact that they focused on this trivial thing literally magnified it mm-hmm. and then even when they try to confront her about it they're not really confronting her about it and garcelle once again is not actually answering the question of why she didn't want to go she could have been like you know what it wasn't in my life to like go at this point and that's that and that's the fact you guys just need to take it she's feeding into these women's like delusion of the drama by creating all these excuses it's like garcelle it's cool that you didn't go. Just tell them I wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to go X, Y, Z, not, Oh, I was afraid of small planes when I was a model. I had to take a lot of small planes and now like I can't find a small plane. And then literally five minutes later being like, well, you know, that weekend was my weekend with the kids. Mm -hmm. I asked my husband to change so much already. I couldn't ask him to change again. And it's like, okay, well, what is it? Then that gives Kyle, um, Erica, everyone fuel to be like, well, well, what is it? What is it? Garcelle? Why are you lying? It's literally the, the Beverly Hills curse. Like, that's that's the same song and dance. You know what there's a lot of in Beverly Hills? There's a lot of passive-aggressive comments, and then the other person responds, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we don't get the clashes. No. To contrast it with the New York reunion that's going on right now, 
I mean, you get screaming on top of one another, and I get that could be grating at times, but at the very least, there's exposition, right? We're going to mine all of this for all the content it's worth. We are going to try to come to a resolution. You know, Mm -hmm. whether or not that happens, that's a different story, but each person is really going to tell their fucking truth. Their side, yeah. In, speak their story in this show it just never happens they all get sucked into this vortex it's it's really a cultural thing i think you know the leaders establish the tone and the leaders in this case are kyle erica and rinna they are yeah. the longest running cast members yeah and i think they've established this tone that's why i really believe eddie they gotta go they got yeah, to go i think it's it's time for it's definitely time for a new everything Mm-hmm. You know who I loved in this reunion who didn't say much, but uh, when she did, she killed it. Dorit. Yeah, Dorit's the new queen. I Okay, also, speaking of who needs to go and people that are coming, we got the news. Ooh, yeah. Okay, but the, I'm going to... It's not official gonna, yet, though, Eddie. I know, but you're going to be shocked about why I am honestly maybe not pleased about this. Mm-hmm. So, Kathy Hilton is rumored to possibly be joining as a friend of next season. Okay, cool. We kind of knew this was going to happen. We saw Kyle Richards on. We know it's about the Richards sisters. Everyone wants to see it again. Cool, whatever. I watched the Paris Hilton documentary yesterday. Oh. If you guys haven't heard about it, This Is Paris is on, uh, it's on YouTube. It's a YouTube original documentary about Paris Hilton and uh, something very traumatic she went through. It's kind of a, it starts as a story about her life and how she's always been this character and it's kind of showing like the real side of her, but then it goes into, um, she was, was sent away to one of those like camps, like a, like a, like a behavioral camp. She was sent mm. actually to a lot of those as a child because she, you know, she was kind of like sneaking out all the time and partying. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them was like very abusive. And she had a very traumatic experience, as did other many other people in that. And she, I invite you to watch it. I invite everyone to watch this because it was a very compelling, emotional, um, a beautifully done documentary, and very mm-hmm. and, and moments just heart wrenching. Like the, the way that people treat her mm-hmm. in her own life, people that love her, including Kathy. Mm. is shocking and it was that moment because that one moment she finally kind of explains to her mother what happened and how she never told her and xyz and kathy's response is less than stellar interesting and it was one of those moments where like oh if we had kathy on the show she would be doing the same fake moment that kyle's done that we've seen everyone else been doing it just she felt very insincere and as a mother in the moment I can only see what she would be as a friend of. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Okay. I guess I got to watch to really get the full Honestly, picture. Honestly, everyone needs to watch This Is Paris. I mean, if you did not, I've always been a Paris stan. You know this. Simple Life is like my life. And I've always understood mm-hmm. the idea of her character of Paris and that like her, her herself is separate from this character, truly. Um, it's any celebrity guys, like it's called branding. It's, it's, I'm, you know, sometimes I even go into my Eddie character. Um, <laughs> But it's if you didn't have respect for her before, you definitely are going to have respect for her now. Okay. Um, 
I just got to say, okay, enough about Kathy Hilton. I mean, that was more exciting, sorry, than the reunion. We keep getting off topic, but it's because, like, how are we supposed to do? Well, can I quickly say on Dorit? Yes. I loved when uh, Andy, you know, gave her the floor Mm -hmm. to talk about Rinna and Denise because she was one of the few cast members, you know, if not the only one, probably the only one, I guess. Um, who had a, con- a strong connection to both, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least a connection to both, right? Good mm-hmm. friends with Lisa Rinna and friends with Denise. And she had really, you know, nice words, I thought. And at one point, she makes Denise cry mm-hmm. when she brought up their 20-year friendship and how it'd be terrible to lose a 20-year friendship. Um, it really uh, struck a chord with both Rinna and Denise and Denise started to cry. I thought that was actually a beautiful moment. And it really underscored, I think, you know, Dorit's excellence all year. And and what makes her a great housewife? Uh, what makes her a great reality TV character? Yeah. And it really contrasts to Kyle, who is so self-absorbed. If given the same floor, she would have made it all about herself. You know, I yeah. lost a friend, long friendship and I did yeah, this she and the I did that. Yeah, LVP, yeah. Dorit didn't make it about herself at all i was actually shocked i was like wow i didn't make to read out to be an empath but shit she she really could be and you know she focused on you know what would be the pain of losing a 20 plus year friendship friendship yeah and that really is quite shocking it i don't think it resonates as much on the show because we didn't get enough of rena and denise on the show together you know, forget about the two seasons. I just don't think they really, over the two years, gave us a lot of, like, just Rinna-Denise duo moments. Yeah. So it's very unlike, you know, Bethany Jill, you know, who, even though they, again, only had two seasons before the falling out in the third, um, you know, they were sleeping over together, and they loved each other. They were so close. So to see them, you know, feud and stop being friends, it was so heartbreaking for everyone mm-hmm. watching the show. It didn't have that same impact with Rinna and Denise, unfortunately, but they are real people. They've known each other for yes. over 20 years. And all I have yes. to say is, Eddie, PSA, if you're a housewife and you're thinking about joining the Real Housewives, do not Which go on. You are. I know you are. Um, do not go on with a friend of yours of over 20 plus years if you tell cherish Al-Kyer that fucking out. friendship. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell Ryan Alkire, sorry, you're done. Um, because... You your friendship will not last. I mean, these shows are yeah. built to crush friendships, not uplift them. I mean, we've seen it with Dorinda, mm-hmm. right? Her her friendship with Ramona for twenty years, and her friendship with Luann, you know, for twenty years, which you know basically hangs on by a string, right? Um, that's very touch and go, the Luann Dorinda friendship. So, PSA to the housewives out there: do not join these shows if you're interested in maintaining those decades long friendships. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a PSA. Oh, by well, the way, another uh, Kyle Dorit contrast. I love how Andy gave Dorit the last word. Yes. And Dorit had a great, you know, toast prepared. You know, like, may our only pain be champagne or whatever she said. Yes. I don't know if you noticed, but they all cheers and they take a shot. And then Kyle's like... You know, I don't know, like, may we all, like, be friends again or something. It's something so stupid. Everyone, I mean, at the very least, the few people I kind of looked at were like, okay. 
<laughs> nobody took another drink. It was so awkward. Um, but it goes to show that, you know, Kyle is really insecure and uh, self-involved and she had to get the last word in there. And I think she she felt in that moment, you know, her grasp on the crown slipping. So she's like, and I have I to just, get the last word, even though Dorit was slated to give the last word. I'm, I, yeah, no, that's, and this is, I think that we're seeing the, the torch pass. Mm-hmm. Dorit is coming into her own as kind of the queen bee in a new sense that's different from Kyle. Like you said, she's more empathetic. She's more understanding. She knows how to take a moment and make it a moment instead of just all about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's why Dorit has lasting potential. I think we did not give Dorit enough credit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really think she's learned a lot. I think she's observed. She's been friends with Kyle, who it's, you know, to be friends with Kyle, you know, you can literally learn everything you need to know about being for this role. She's been, you know, studying and it's her time to shine. So I'm here for the Dorit takeover next season. And I, the, those words, I never thought I'd, I'd hear myself say. The Doritasance? Doritasance? The Doritasance? I guess it doesn't uh, fit. Dur, dur, domination, but Doritamation? Dorita. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm working here. I'm, I'm the Dorasance. Right I like the Dorasance. Something we like say that. Every, we say Rasance for everyone. We got we to gotta <laughs> We got to mix it up a little bit? Okay. Yeah, we gotta figure it out. We gotta figure it out. Um, did, did we, we mention, mention it all? all? We mentioned it all. That's wow, a wrap that is... for BH season yeah, ten. Wow! Wow! What a wow. season! What another boring season. <laughs> well, it happened. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it did. It did. That's true. That's a fact. It happened. It <sighs> exists. Armin, I just am like, I wow. just, you're dejected about BH. That's incredible. This is, it's been really hard for me. I know. It's been really hard because you're, you're a BH advocate. I am. I really am. And, and the problem is, is that I really, I really truly think it's lost its thunder. It's lost its magic. Okay. I have an idea for Patreon. Let's do a whole episode where we talk about how we are going to fix BH. Just ideas for fixing BH. Cast shakeups. I'm going to need to get some work going. I need to figure it out. No, we do research. We we basically give the producers the notes on how to fix BH. And they could take it or they could leave it. But if they want to fix this show that's going downhill, they'll take it. I'm in. Let's fix the show. Let's fix Let's the tell show. Andy, what we need to do. <laughs> a new spinoff, Eddie and Armin Fix BH. Honestly, Eddie and Armin Fix Bravo. There's a lot of things we need to do. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to get my hands dirty, pull up my sleeves, and get to work. Let's do this. <laughs> I love it. All right, Eddie. Well, that was a fun um, season to recap with you. I'll say that. It, yes. You know, yes. If, if, it, if it weren't for that, it wouldn't have been fun. But, you know, it's always a good time to to chat any of these shows with you. And so even if the season was lackluster, the recaps were a good time. I'll say that. Yeah. Much. It, it was always good fun to talk about. At least we weren't fighting like we do on New York. Um, so <laughs> we were a little more in lockstep when it comes to BH. Well, yeah. Ugh, well, BH. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we even have another season um, with the way things have been going, but I think we will. I do. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll be recapping all the rest of our shows. So OC Potomac, Salt Lake City is coming. We're finishing up New York as well. 
um, Summer House when it eventually comes out. So make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Also check us out on social media. It's Hot and Bravo at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And last but not least, like we said, our Patreon is only $3. Like, literally a dime a day to enjoy tons of content, including this new Fix Bravo segment that we're going to (laughs) do. I can't wait, Eddie. Neither can I. Thank you all for listening so much, and we'll see you next time.